Welcome to the Renew Cast. What's up? This is Dave. I am here on the Renew Cast. It's kind of a new idea that we came up with to. We talk a little bit, share a little bit about what we've been teaching, what we've been talking about at Renew, which, by the way, if you don't know what that is, it's the youth ministry program at Moore Park Presbyterian Church, just so you know. And so this podcast is for, uh, for those of you who either cannot make it to Renew or just those of you who like what we talked about and wanted to maybe go home and listen to it a little bit more think about it a little bit more and uh, reminisce. Also going to give you an opportunity to be a part of this. So the idea is what we're talking about. Uh, maybe you'll be able to go home, go to school and take some questions or uh, take a challenge for something to think about or something to do. Maybe it's a conversation to have with somebody and uh, bring that back the following week and talk about it at Renew and we'll record it and put it on the RenewCast. So we'll see how it goes. Just going to test it out and see how we do. I wonder if we're at a place in our culture where religion needs a reset. Sort of a, a wipe the slate clean and start again. Now, not in the sense that we need a new religion, but that we need a new perspective of religion. I mean, let's be honest. Is the current one really working? Today on the RenewCast, we will look at the idea of faith. First up, I've got a special guest here in the studio with me. It's really not much of a studio. It's my computer with a little portable mic and uh, a computer screen. That's it. Sweet. Awesome. But with me is the one and only Zachary Madsen. What up, Dave? Thanks for having me at the Renew Cast studio. Yeah. Looks pretty... a lot like your office, I gotta say. Well, maybe one day we'll be big time and we can have a st- official studio yeah. somewhere. Sure. Probably not. <laughs> cool. So uh, today we're talking about faith. And at Renew, we've been looking at this idea of what is faith and looking around at our culture and the world that we live in and asking this question. What has happened to faith in our culture? So that's what we're talking about. All right. So Sounds I'd good. I'd like to get your thoughts on that. Well, uh, I was thinking about your message, and I realized people aren't afraid of God anymore. Like, what do you mean? So, for example, in the 1800s, uh, if there was a drought or a famine or something, people would pray to God and, you know, ask Him to help them and build up whatever they lost but now it's more of 
eh, we'll find a way to fix it. Like people just feel like they're kind of their own god in a sense. Kind of. I mean, they just realize there's ways to fix it and they just do it. They don't it's almost like they uh they don't ask for god's help anymore. Yeah, but I think I think people if they find themselves in a like a life-threatening situation or even if I'm just afraid because I'm going to fail this test I haven't studied, what do we do? We pray to God. God, help me. Right? People still do cry out to God, though, don't they? Honestly, I don't think so. Not as much as, you know, as, as they did before, but um, it's, it's more of just self-reliance now. It's almost like, eh, God's there, but is he going to help me with anything? Yeah. Okay, so there's obviously more to this conversation. Faith either isn't where it used to be in our culture or it's it's lacking on some level. I mean, not to say that people don't have faith, but faith in God in terms of church attendance and participation is not what it used to be. For sure. Okay. I mean, it's definitely changed over the years. And I think that's something that's worth dialogue. Okay, so... Let's go back then. We're going to look at the book of Hebrews. And Hebrews was this book in the Bible, in the New Testament, written to a group of people not too different than, than us. And these were people who were living under the power of Rome. And Rome, you could think of, is this superpower. They're the, the people that offered protection and everybody kind of lived underneath the power and reign of Rome. And alongside of that, the popular religion of the day was Judaism, this Jewish religion. So now where we're at with this is think about living under the power of this government and at the same time trying to be a people who have faith, who believe in God. Well, that's how it is today, isn't it? I mean, we have America, which is this pretty big superpower in the world. And instead of a religion, we have this thing called science, which is pretty much what everybody follows. And uh, I would say most people know more about science than they do about religion. And they follow more scientific facts than they would religious, uh, religious facts or faith. But science shouldn't keep us from faith. Yeah, you're right. You're right, Dave. <laughs> That's right, I'm right. So uh, there was this atheist guy and a Christian. This isn't a really bad joke. It's just an actual story. There was a, a Christian and an atheist guy in a coffee house. And uh, the Christian was just reading his Bible, minding his, his own business. The atheist... Um, looked over at the Christian guy and just kept looking at him. And eventually it caught the Christian guy's attention. And he was like, just, hey, what's up? Like, can I help you? Like, why do you keep staring at me, weirdo? And so the atheist guy came over and he just said, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to offend you, but I don't see how you can believe in that. The Christian guy said, why not? The atheist said, uh, because I believe in science. Science just makes more sense logically rather than um, let there be light or this alternate being. So the Christian guy said, well, 
where did where did humans come from? The atheist guy answered with a scientific answer, and the Christian guy said, okay, what happened before that? Atheist guy kept going with evolution and back and back and back. The Christian guy said, okay, so before evolution, where did that come from? Atheist said, well, we had all these particles from space and the Big Bang and all that. The Christian guy said, well, what happened before the Big Bang? And the atheist said, I don't know. So the Christian said, well, I know. God said, let there be light. And there was light. The Big Bang happened, and it was a huge explosion. Could that be the light source that God said, let there be light? It's like the atom. There has never been a single human being ever to exist that has seen an atom. But we know it's there. Why is that? We've never seen God. But we know he's there. We know God is there through different things. And that's where faith comes in because faith is not seeing it or having proof. Faith is just believing it. This is why Hebrews... I think is a good book for this conversation. It's a challenge to think about faith in a different way. I like Hebrews 11, chapter 11, verse 1 from the message. The message is where it's at. It says this, The fundamental fact of existence is that this trust in God, this faith, is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. It's our handle on what we can't see. The act of faith is what distinguished our ancestors, what set them above the crowd. And then it, it goes on to say the faith that all of these ancestors, these people that we read about in the Old Testament, had. So it's this idea that faith is confidence or certainty in the things that we, we can't see. But there's this challenge in Hebrews to look at religion in a new way, but here's the problem. You couldn't just do that. I mean, people who were being uh, converted to Christianity, they were being thrown in jail. Some of them were, were being tortured. You couldn't just follow Jesus like you, like you can today. So that kind of puts a damper on following this new perspective of faith. So today then, I, I think it's similar still. We're not going to get thrown in jail. We're not persecuted necessarily in America for our faith. But there are all these other things that kind of come into play. Maybe even on this basic level, I can be made fun of for my faith, or it's not the cool thing to do, and so I don't want to do it. I don't want to be this person who's associated with following all these rules, so I just kind of do my own thing. Another way, like we've been talking about, these stories of, of science. There are all these other views in our culture for what might be accurate, and maybe God isn't the accurate piece. And so all these things kind of come in and get in the way of, of our faith. Okay, so then I have a question. So has faith today been reduced to irrelevant? And how can we, how can we grow people in that as a church? so that it is relevant again? How can people yeah. have more faith? Those are good questions. I think those are things we need to be talking about as a church. And I think 
Hebrews chapter 11 is kind of right up the alley for helping to answer these these questions. I mean, this this idea that faith isn't something that we have, or, or God isn't something we have proof of. We, we, we will never have it. So Hebrews chapter 11 addresses that. You could go through and, and read it and look at all these different characters like Moses and Noah and so on and so on. You know the stories of people who just had faith. And once you get to the end, the end of chapter 11, it says that all these people believed they never got what was promised to them. And yet they still believed. Why? Faith. So we read from verse 1. They believed without seeing. That's what, that's what faith is. We want all the answers. We want the proof. That's what science is, right? But these people in Hebrews, they, they didn't need proof. They just believed. See, I think faith is more like a conversation. It's more like a relationship than it is about having all the right answers or having the proof. That's, that's what Jesus is. Jesus is the relationship. Jesus is saying, hey, it's more about this relationship than it is about following all these rules. That's why he offered this new perspective to religion from Judaism. I think this is hard to explain, though. This is hard to grasp. I, I think our youth ministry isn't a place with all the right answers, I mean, that's what science says, right? We need all the right answers. But our youth ministry is hopefully a place where we can talk about potential answers with an open mind. So you're asking this question, what do we do then? How do we make faith relevant again? Take that personally. How do I grow my faith? How does, how does our f- culture find faith again? I don't know. I think maybe there's some perspective of religion in this idea that faith is more like a relationship. It's more like a conversation. There's, there's something in that that our culture needs today to begin to answer questions like, how do I grow my faith? How do I make faith relevant again? Hmm. But there's no clear answer in that right now. It's a conversation. And so one of the reasons why we're doing this podcast is to throw this idea out that we need to be having this conversation. We need to be engaging people in this conversation. We do that at Renew. It's a start to answering these questions. So how is it like a, uh, a conversation then? How is faith like a conversation? It's us talking about it and not having all the right answers, not needing the right answers to believe. That's what Hebrews 11 is. All these people, they believed. They didn't have the right answers. Some of them, they died without even getting what was promised to them, but yet they still believed. Our culture needs that type of faith. A faith that is more like a relationship than a bunch of rules. Yeah, that, that reminds me of a, a time I was driving home uh, right after a Renew, and driving home, and I just a thought comes to mind. And I'm like, I want to listen to a worship song right now. So I pull up How He Loves on my phone, and I'm just singing, and the music starts to increase and the intensity of the song. And then I, then I have to pull over, and I'm just like pulled over in my car, 
by myself just singing and pretty much screaming the song and it was just an amazing experience it's awesome i mean it was cool because like it was outside of church it was just my everyday kind of life and i just all of a sudden just got this calling to just put on some music that's a cool story because maybe we connect with god through music maybe we connect with god through art maybe. oh i definitely do yeah music is how i how i connect to god dude this is what we're talking about on the renew cast more to come hey so that's all we have for you for today but there are so many more thoughts and there's actually a whole nother message that we gave at renew on this topic that we did not even get to so if you have thoughts or questions that have come to mind as you've been listening uh here's what we want you to do get those to us send me an email at dave h at m p c m p c as in moore park presbyterian church dave h at m pclife.org and we will address those and put them on the renew cast maybe even invite you to share your thoughts and be a part of it so we know there's a lot more of this conversation we just wanted to get the conversation going so uh, please continue it and send us your thoughts see you next time on the renew cast boom okay bye